Disclaimer. The views and opinions of the persons in the podcast do not represent the DLSU-SHS Student Council, Student Committee, or Administration. Welcome back to Erudition Navigating the Limitless, episode 4, the second to the last episode of this podcast. This is Rio, your host for today, together with... Me, Jason. So, for today, we will be talking about the management of media intake of media practitioners amidst the pandemic. So, now let's just dive right into the topic. Jason, could you give us a brief gist or a summary of today's discussion? So, acknowledging the pandemic that we have right now, the media plays a significant role in our day-to-day life. This is where we get information on various topics and news that the country or even in other parts of the world experience. However, to gain these pieces of information, we should also recognize the people working in the media who work hard for us, citizens, to be knowledgeable on the different issues that society is currently facing. I totally agree and I am excited about today's discussion. Uh, Jason, why don't we introduce our speaker? So, right now, I'm going to introduce our uh, speaker for today. (laughs) We have Mr. Carl Cedric Basco, a digital news writer from ABS-CBN. Hello, Sir Carl. How are you today, Po? Hi, everyone. um, Thank you for having me for this um, podcast that you have. So, uh, I'm doing good. Um, lang, um, since pandemic, sa bahay, <laughs> stay at home <laughs> as much as possible. So, I hope you guys are doing well too. Oh, and everyone is listening. Yes. Yes. And now, with that, that being said, let's not waste any more time and let's move on with our discussion proper. Jason, would you like to take away the first question? Yes. So, Sir Carl, um, what were the changes in media that you personally have observed throughout the advancements in media? Like, one example we can give is the prominence of the online sphere. Okay. Oh, well, there are a lot of changes that happen through the years, especially the advancement of technology and at the same time, the, you know, the, the improvement of um, different applications in digital sphere. So when I entered ABS-CBN in 2015, I didn't exactly know when they started shifting to digital or at least uh, giving importance to the digital uh, platform. But when I I started working with them in 2015, they are already bolstering the number of people um, in the online platform, in news.abs-cbn.com. So pinapadami na nila yung tao. Um, it is also because they are starting to expand because of um, more work that they are anticipating. Uh, and true enough, especially now that the pandemic, nakikita naman natin that everything is, uh, everything shifted, really. You know, the, the way of reporting and even the consumption of news of every uh, Filipino, for example, really on Facebook, on Twitter, it's digital, it's online. So I think way years back, nag-ready na lahat ng media, not just ABS-CBN, but also other um, news outlets. At the same time, it follows that one of the changes na nakita ko sa media, and being part of it actually, is that nagkakaroon na ng social media team yung mga news publications. So kung dati they would hire writers to siguro 
do crime reporting. Now they would hire um, young journalists or aspiring journalists, probably the, the newbies, to be part of the social media team because parang yun yung nagiging entry point ng karamihan sa mga news outlets that has uh, uh, that have uh, websites. So, for me, I entered ABS Ben as part of the social media team. And then, when I entered the ABS, they only have four people in the social media team handling the Facebook and Twitter and mobile uh, accounts of ABS. Right now, um, we have 16 people handling those accounts. So why with that number? Because we ex- also expand when it comes to the platforms that we have. Before, we only have ABS News Facebook. And now we also have TV Patrol, we have ANC 24-7, we have DZMM Teleradio, and they have Twitter account, they have Instagram account, we, and then we have Viber community. And then there are a lot of, uh, you know, na lumabas na mga applications that the news outfits stopped or used para mas maraming audience na ma-reach. So, the, the competition really shifted to digital. So, yung ngayon, nag-uunahan yung mga news outfits na mag-break ng news using their online platforms. Before, kasi we would wait for the newspaper to come out the next day or wait for the newscast uh, in the evening para malaman natin yung balita. But right now, because of the digital, it allows the journalists to break stories immediately, fast-paced, as it happened, kumbaga. So, for example, ngayon nangyari yung balita, as it, as it comes. So, malalaman kagad ng tao na may bagong policy, may bagong batas, may binaril dito, may namatay dito. So, you don't really need to wait for the newspapers and the late newscast on television or radio, probably, para malaman mo yung balita. So, another thing that I noticed that um, because of the social media, nagkaroon din ng avenue yung mga news outfits and also people to learn information through live streaming. Before, we would only watch um, events as it happened on TV. Right now, we everyone can do live uh, on Facebook or on YouTube. So, the, the journalists right now or the media people are now uh, maximizing that option so that we can deliver news accurately and you know more uh, accurate and faster i should say um ano pa ba? it also right um during this time during this uh, you know shift to digital uh it also raised the uh, mobile journalism so ngayon uh, the journalists uh, even the citizen uh, you know every citizen can also do reporting. So we can like take a snap uh, of what is happening around us or take a short video and then post it with some caption. That's already, uh, that's can, that can be probably a news. But for journalists, we can already report using our cell phones. Like we break news to our Twitter. We post it on, uh, we send our um, stories through email. Or we can even do a reporting using our um smartphones. So before you would need to have a big crew, like a big camera, a cameraman, lights and all of that just to, you know, do our reporting, especially when you're in broadcast. But right now, all of that, you can do it with your phone and with yourself. So you just, you know, do the selfie reporting and then show the background, then talk and then send it. It's already a report. So nagkaroon ng parang ano ba? parang revolution when it comes to delivering of news report. Kasi, you know, because of these um, 
technological advancements that we have right now. So lastly, siguro, I would cite the, the shift of ABS-CBN. So I would just, I won't go far. So with ABS-CBN shut down by the government, so ngayon nawalan kami ng TV or ng broadcast in general. So we shifted to digital. Whatever we, we can show on TV, we are now uh, letting people watch it online, on YouTube, on dif- I want, or on different online platforms. So we keep our... Um, our job, actually, our service to the public through digital. Well, it is difficult, of course, because not everyone in ABS-CBN are really into digital. Unlike us, na nung pumasok kami sa ABS, it's digital na. So, um, but that's one of the, uh, you know, the changes that we have. Everyone is online. So, nandun kami lahat. Nandun tayong lahat. So, there. Opo. If I may add rin po yung sa pagka-fast-paced. I, I also think that uh, fast-paced rin po yung reporting and also fast-paced rin po yung feedback. So, for for on our side po, no, as the consumers of of uh, these media, yung media na dinadeliver nyo po, agad-agad po namin nakikita yung general opinion ng tao. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really big change that some that really oh, we perceive yung mga issues po na report nyo. And also the feedback, since it's really timely. So it doesn't um, necessarily mean na puro positive yung feedback. It really varies. Pwedeng opinion nito, ng isang netizen would be different from the other. And there, there would probably a clash, especially when you're on social media, you would see the comment section, like it's erupting. Uh, na pag controversial yung balita. They, the people can, you know, participate. Yeah. So the participation of, there's a participation unlike the newspaper and television na dati, passive lang tayo eh. You just listen. And then kung ano man yung opinion natin, sa atin na lang because hindi naman siya makakarating with the the reporter or whatever. But now we have the capability, the, the, the audience have the capability to tell to the, like to the media people na, oh, mali yung report nyo. Oh, ito yung opinion ko. And then other can exchange their, you know, opinions and their suggestions probably with certain issues, especially with social issues. Um, uh, to add lang din po, sir, uh, yes, na, na, naisip ko dun sa sinabi niyo kanina na parang paunahan na yung mga news sites mm-hmm. sa pag-report nga. Like before kasi, may time talaga, may process time. Ngayon, just in na or now happening yung mga labanan talaga. <laughs> Tapos, yes. uh, ang naramdaman ko po talaga yung uh, yung ngayon po, yung uh, stress lalo for those na nagahandle ng media, ng mga news, news sites and ng news publications, even sa student publications. It's like, uh, dapat may laman pa rin, dapat may ano pa rin, may uh, yung wording tama pa rin. Yung parang it should be of uh, quality pa rin despite the uh, uh, the fast-paced uh, sphere na in-offer ngayon ng online platform nga. Just parang when I look at TV sites ko, yung courtesy of, pag may video mm-hmm. na galing sa netizen, it's mm-hmm. something na napansin ko lang din po. To add lang din sa discussion yun na parang uh, dati nga, uh, it's more the next day na hagad. Parang parang ano siya, uh, mas may time for reporters and it's, it comes only from uh, one, hindi uh, naman one, pero like uh, yung mga, alam mo, journalists talaga or yung mga mm-hmm. writers talaga and not someone na 
uh, kapitbahay mo or something. Pero ngayon parang kahit kapitbahay mo, may nangyari dyan sa tabi. Ay, may video siya. Tapos yung gagamit siya bigla pwede sa news ng, ng news uh, outlets na courtesy of ganyan. May, may, may gantong nangyari sa ganyang lugar. Ganyan. So parang wala lang po. It, it's just... Uh, it's just a thought that I wanted to add like, to the table. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the participation of uh, citizen, we call it citizen journalism actually. So that's the term for that. Citizen journalism where people, they can, you know, take, yeah, bayan may patrol mo and for Jimmy, it's you scoop, I guess. So wherein people can contribute. Like, oh, merong barilan sa amin, so we can share it to you. And then if the um, the news outlets, for example, na nakatanggap doon, nakita nila na, oy, maganda to ah, malaki to. Or maganda tong ilabas. So we can get it. So ngayon may participation na talaga lahat. Okay, the audience, meron na kayong say sa mga balita. Mas natatanggap na ng media yung gusto ng tao or yung alam ng tao. So mas lumalawak din yung data na nakukuha natin namin as a media uh, as in, in the media lumalaki din yung scope na nasakop ng mga reports namin because of the participation na ibinibigay ng digital sa mga tao. Thank you Jace. Thank you Chris. And actually on the subject rin po of citizen participation no. And mm-hmm. as you mentioned lumalawak po talaga yung mga sources. Although lumalawak nga po yung sources we need to acknowledge na hindi nga po lahat accurate or hindi nga po lahat true. So that brings us to our next question po. No? How do media practitioners mitigate information overload, especially when our current um, digital setting is a mix of mga misinformation, malinformation, and not everything is necessarily true or accurate? Um, well, there are processes that the uh, each media company uh, is uh, doing or has been employing to their newsrooms, for example. So, well, personally, siguro, if I would answer it personally or based experience, go one, there are stories that are not newsworthy. Maraming kwento, yes. Pero hindi lahat ng kwento kabali-balita. Okay. So meron tayo mga fact, kami kami mga factors na sinusunod so that we can consider a story newsworthy or if this if this story can uh, may land into the newscast or if it, it's if it is worthy to be written about, okay? So well, unlike sa TV and print, sa online kasi medyo mas kaya naming mag-accommodate ng mas maraming stories. Because uh, TV ay sa TV tama, sa broadcast um, and print, may limit sila. May limit sa space for the print, may limit sa time sa TV. So definitely, hindi lahat ng balita nangyari for the day maeere or malalabas kung sa dyaryo. Kasi limited lang yung mga spaces mo and time mo. Unlike sa online, wala. You can, we can publish lahat ng kaya namin. Although the, the, um, the only limitation probably is tao, kapag hindi na kaya ng tao, for example. But as long as they can write it, we can, we can publish it. So, paano pag sobrang dami na nung natatanggap naman? Well, one, we filter. Tingnan mo muna ano yung pwedeng gawing balita, ano yung totoo, kay tama ba tong information na tanggap namin, especially kapag galing sa citizen uh, citizen uh, contribution. So, may ano daw dito, parang merong congressman na nagpapamigay ng pera, for example. So, we can't really just do the report. According to Juan de la Cruz na this congressman in blah, blah, blah. Okay. So you need to verify also. So we need to filter. Kapag feeling namin medyo maliit yung balita or maliit yung kwento, rather, uh, medyo, uh, ah, dito ka na. 
So, pero pag medyo malaki at uh, it also concerned a lot of people, it could concern a lot of people, then we will consider and then para siya magbumove sa next process. So, sometimes the reporters would pitch in sa editors. Uh, may natisod kaming gantong kwento. So, isulat po ba natin or pursue po ba natin to? So, we call that gatekeeping actually in journalism. So, when editors or even journalists okay, uh, would filter the the story the information that they gather kasi even the even if the story is already newsworthy hindi lahat ng information with that story would be published lalo na for example it's uh, it's a press conference dalawang oras yung press conference you can't really just create a story out of the two hours na sinabi so you would pick only you will filter pipiliin mo yung mga mahalaga pipiliin mo yung mga controversial na mga topics na na-discuss So that's the filtering, okay? Or we call it gatekeeping. So wherein the editors would um, help their journalists or it's pwedeng uh, ano naman siya tulungan kung ano yung mga gagamiting information or ano yung mga kwento na gagamitin or isusulat namin, okay? At the same time, we should also need to know if it it's, is it urgent to, uh, to publish? Is it newsworthy? Is it controversial? Merong mga controversial na hindi, merong mga kwento na hindi mahalaga. Let's admit that. Pero controversial. So, kailangan din siya because it adds for the business, probably for for ratings or for, you know, um, para sa audience. Na, no, kunyari, pag-entertainment, it's, it's, it's not necessarily newsworthy. I mean, it's not necessarily relevant or important, but it is controversial. So, it is newsworthy. Okay? So, ano pa ba? Um, andun din yung obligation ng journalist as a fourth estate you know to to audit okay to to check to check the government for example the people in power kung ayos pa ba yung trabaho nila so yon it would land as a story or a news story and at the same time siguro ano pa bang filtering namin uh, what yon well relevance to the audience kung ano yung mahalaga sa audience or gusto ng audience na mabasa or marinig. So, probably would write also in that. So, when in, fa- uh, when in uh, disinformation or uh, misinformation, the two of them, how do we try to avoid ourselves be, be trapped on that? Well, verification. You need to research. Totoo ba to? Ask for the sources, um, legitimate sources. Probably. Kapag kunyari may ganitong mga accusations, you ask, yung inaakusahan or also the authorities kung totoo so that you can get a more reliable information about this the the issue okay what the misinformation just to differentiate the disinformation may intent naman loko misinformation pwedeng there uh, hindi nagpa-factor in yung intent mali lang yung na-share parang tayo parang people would be uh, fall into trap na mag-share ng maling information that's misinformation without the intent naman loko or propaganda so wala naniwala ka kaya sinare mo kala mo totoo so that's misinformation but the disinformation there's an intent sinare mo siya or ginawa siya para man loko talaga So there's a lot of disinformation and at the same time misinformation that's happening right now especially because of digital kasi lahat can post. Okay? And one you wouldn't know kailan ka mag-viral. Lalo na sa um, social media like Facebook and Twitter, your post can be uh, can be, get viral anytime because it's public. Okay? So yeah, kaya, so I I hope I I, I answered the question. 
Apa sir, answered po. Pero, pero gusto ko rin po magtanong, no? Kasi po, uh, on this podcast, we also invited some student publications. And they shared mm-hmm. something similar na kung ano kaya i-publish, yun po yung ipapublish as long as parang um, okay naman po talaga yung content niya or relevant po talaga siya. I, I'm curious po if ano, is is there any like consideration to making it more um digestible yung pag-release po ng information or priority po ba talaga na na you need to release as much truth as possible as much um maka-inform as much as possible po oh, well it's always it should always based on truth if it's truthful then that's good that's already a one factor that you need to consider but at the same time you should also know So I, I'm not sure with the digestible uh, part, but I think if it's really concerned the public, it's really the public. If it's truthful and it would affect the public, whether or not it's good or bad, whether or not it's difficult for them to understand, or whether or not they would accept it as truth, or they would just you know agree on that, you'd have to report it. Okay, the journalist, wala hindi ka walang power yung journalist to create a happy ending. Okay, it's not really the job of journalists to write a good story, inspiring story, na hindi naman based on truth. If it's if it if it hurt people, if it if it hurts people, so be it. As long as it's factual, as it, as long as it's truthful, accurate. But um, same time, kapag ano naman, kapag uh, full of malice lang yung storya, ah, um, I think the journalist should should know, should be discerning enough not to publish stories na, you know, full of malicious content, siguro. Um, uh, moving forward po, like you said po kanina na yung news sites nga po parang uh, mas madali, I mean, yung sa sites, like online sphere, mas madali mag-share ng balita. Like, of course, meron pa factors to consider. Like, kung mapopost ba and kung kaya ba ng tao. Pero like, uh, dagdag lang po dito. Uh, na-mention na din yung showbiz or yung mga kung yung mga uh, controversial but hindi mahahalagang uh, uh, parang balita. With all the information available to us through various means, most especially online nga po, is there any kind of news that is most relevant for you as a journalist? Like, meron po ba kayong Uh, topics na personally naiisip nyo as importante na aware yung public. Like, uh, for example, uh, politics o kaya environmental problems. Ganun. Meron po ba kayong parang as a journalist, yun talaga yung itch nyo na, yun yung gusto nyo ilabas lagi na ito yung dapat rin na right talaga. Eh. Ito alam okay. dapat ng publiko. <laughs> well, Let me just say that the relevance, the word relevant when it comes to journalists should not be uh, subjective because uh, I, I, well, I, this is a personal answer. Feeling ko yung relevant should not be subjective because the relevant for the relevance that we're talking is the relevant for the public. It's not relevant for the journalist. Kasi hindi kami nagsusulat for our own purposes na parang ay ito mahalaga to sa akin. The, the question is mahalaga ba to sa tao? May mga story na feeling natin hindi naman dito mahalaga sa akin. Feeling ko alam ko na to eh. Pero alam ba ng tao? Pero ito ba uh, makakatulong sa tao? So siguro less altruistic. Um, hindi altruistic ka ba? 
yung hindi makasarili dapat ang journalist because it's a public service actually journalism is a public service so public first parang politician is public first kailangan unahin mo yung public so the relevant for me as a journalist personally should be the relevant to the public although there are some there are stories that i i like personally okay. siguro like lang hindi mo siya relevant like lang but to to go to the relevant there's no specific topic but what is relevant for me um something that the people has to know dapat yung yung importanteng uh, importanteng balita para sa akin ay yung mga balita na dapat malaman ng tao what are these stories these stories are significant to the public um uh this uh probably because maapektuhan sila kung saan sila nakatira or nangyayari sa paligid nila okay so dapat importante sa kanila at the same time um it would be uh there would be great effect on them itong balitang to for example um it's about their safety uh about war invasion for example or terrorism about health covid-19 response lahat yun um they need to know pwedeng magsawa yung mga tao sa covid-19 no ba yan covid na naman ano ba yan yan na naman yung balita pero the media should always remember na ito yung gustong hindi ito hindi ito yung gustong malaman ng tao pwede pero ito yung kailangang malaman ng tao. This is not what people want, but it's the peop- uh, this is something that people need to know. Okay? So kapag yung mga COVID-19 response, yung mga bakunang dumarating, those are important because it would affect them. It is for them, actually. And then at the same time, mga bagong batas, policies that the government is uh, doing or writing or implementing, kailangan nilang malaman yon. So kahit boring yung balita, kasi yung mga galaw balita minsan, ano naman yung balita yun? Parang feeling ng iba, parang boring, lalagpasan na. But in reality, kayo yung makikinabang dito. The public would benefit from here. So kailangan natin siyang i-report. So ano pa ba yung mga topics? Topics that call for public action. Siguro, um, kapag kasi mahalaga yung balita para sa tao, they would act on that. They would act or do something about that. Okay? So these are the topics na um uh, may gagawin yung tao. So ano bang dapat namin gawin nung nalaman namin tong balitang to? May kailangan ba kaming gawin? Yes. Uh, for example, it's about sa paparating na bagyo. Kailangan inform mo yung tao na may paparating na bagyo. It's something that they need to know. They needed to know so they can uh, act before the typhoon hit their uh, provinces probably or their region, for example. So, there's an action na mangyayari. So, ililigtas sila yung sarili nila, lilikas sila, they would evacuate immediately. And for example, may isasaradong kalsada. Okay? So, alam nila na, ah, hindi tayo pwede dumaan dito, ah, traffic dito. So, those things, they would re- respond on those inf- uh, those important news na kasi apektado sila. Pagkataas ng presyo ng bilihin, di ba? So, sila magtipid. So, there's a public action. Um, people need to do something about it especially kapag about sa welfare nila that's why that's that's also the premise of journalism it's always about the welfare of the public kaya nga ang journalists they are the voice of the the public the masses diba so pero doon naman sa call for action hindi ko naman sinasabing tinatawag ng media magrally yung mga tao okay na magprotest sila in the streets but it becomes a response also siguro one of the responses kapag merong mga issues na sobrang init that they feel strongly about so people some people would really go to streets and you know protest about it okay. 
Um, another top, ano ba pa bang general topic? Uh, topics that shape public opinions. Sinabi na natin ito kanina, yung participation ng audience. Ito yung uh, relevant yung mga topics na matutulungan mo yung audience mo. Bumuo ng opinion nila. Okay? So, kung ano ba yung dapat nilang maging stance certain issue? Lalo na kapag apektado sila. I, I'm not sure, ano, I'm sure pala, that people should always have a stance, especially when there's a moral crisis. Kapag kunyari, it's about yung morality. Tama't mali. Dapat marunong tayong mag-design na, ah, mali to, ah, tama to. So, nagkakaroon, ewan ko, right now, feeling ko nagkakaroon ng krisis sa pag-uugali ibang tao because of that, na minsan nahihirapan tayong mag sila or siguro minsan tayo din nagdi-decipher ng tama't mali. Just because we are very exposed to fake news, wrong information. So ngayon parang, ay oo nga, no? parang tama to. So minsan nakakalimutan na natin yung tama't mali. But at the same time, that's the role of media to, sell, to tell the truth Okay, so that the people would shape their opinion. Na ito ang dapat kong gawin. For example, election. Ah, itong politikong to, na balita na to na medyo may mga ganito siyang kalokohang ginagawa or something like that. Or, for example, ay dapat pala supportahan natin itong advocacy na to. Okay, so they would shape their public opinion. They, they would shape their opinion, the, the public. Okay, and then from there, it's part change. These topics part changes. Changes in the, you know, in how we perceive life and how we do our daily living okay on how we act with certain things kasi kapag kunyari alam mo na yung opinion mo or yung paniniwala mo because of this that story okay may gagawin ka ah mali pala to so dahil diyan ito na yung iboboto ko dahil diyan di ko na iboboto to or dahil diyan um mas magiging maingat na ako with the environment kasi ganito pala yung nangyari you know nagkakaroon ng effect on them and then there's change I hope it's a good change, of course. Diba? So we always hope for a good change. So those topics, walang specific. Pero personally, ang mga gusto ko really sports. I mean, I'm really interested in the sports. So for me, may, pwedeng hindi siya super relevant to a general public, but it's something that I like. So ganun lang naman. Actually po, sir, yung kanina yung pinakaunang intro niyo na hindi dapat uh, ginagawang subjective or personal ang word na relevant. Sobrang Uh, natandaan ko lang bigla yung student uh, publications na nakausap nga po namin for our podcast episode din. They, they emphasize na, kasi di ba student publications, sila yung mga oftentimes naglumalaban, yung mga mm-hmm. NSPC, yung mga parang basta uh, lahat mo ng contests about writing, broadcasting, o kung ano mga reporting, we, ano yan. So parang sa kanila, di ba, Uh, they mentioned na ano na daw parang nakaka nakaka validate sa feeling nila pag nananalo pero iba daw yung feeling daw talaga kapag yung as a journalist daw as a student journalist naggumagawa sila ng uh, uh, stories na like uh, the ng reports na they believe is relevant for our uh, for the community they are part of so parang uh, na nung sinabi niyo po yung kanina na, na nakita ko tuloy na parang dapat talaga pala ang uh, itch ng mga uh, journalists is pub, is for public service if if hindi don meaning yung passion mo it's just for writing talaga uh, you should think twice about what you're doing kasi parang dapat pala lagi isa yun sa factor na uh, journalist ako kaya ako gusto tong ginagawa ko or kaya ako nandito kasi uh, 
gusto kong uh, mag mag-report sa mga tao ng kung ano nangyayari. Uh, gusto ko silang balitaan about uh, these topics, this relevant topics, or even just entertaining topics to make their day uh, somehow a little better. So, addition to that, sir, uh, yung topics that shape public opinion, yung part ng uh, rappler, yung opinion mm-hmm. part, sobrang mm-hmm. na-appreciate yung sa mga new, news, uh, news sites, or kahit, alam ko meron din yung ibang sites, yung mga ganun din sila, yeah. yung parang opinion section, tapos mm-hmm. meron ding fact-check section. Parang mm-hmm. sobrang na-appreciate ko siya kasi uh, dun mo makikita na, kunyari yung report na to about a politician, they did this nga. Uh, tapos under siya, hindi siya under opinion. <laughs> Iba mm-hmm. talaga yung uh, it shapes the public's opinion but in a way, uh, iba pa rin yung pag-digest ng tao eh. So, parang mm-hmm. uh, sobrang influential and powerful lang talaga ng journalist na uh, ang daming relevant topics na ngayon through online sobrang na-info overload na minsan pero as long as kaya diba talaga just push for uh, delivering the, the the news talaga yun talaga yung feel ko with all the the news uh, sites right now news pages lahat sila as long as they think this is uh, kanyari about COVID talaga. Pag COVID, top of the line talaga. Every day, merong update eh. Siguro up to five siguro na iba't ibang update. Death toll or something. Parang sobrang uh, ano na talaga siya. Uh, ibang level na ngayon yung journalism. Like, it's more uh, diverse. Like, kahit there's still the media before. Ngayon, parang uh, Uh, it's still uh, quality pa rin naman yung dine-deliver. It's just extra na. Ganun. Yun ang masasabi ko. Uh, uh, to add lang po sa sinabi. Kumbaga, kumbaga, kumbaga kailangan mag-level up ng journalism to adapt oh, actually po. to the changes. Kasi nga, syempre, the people also adapting to changes, especially kapag sa technology and all of that. So, kailangan the, the, the media should also do that. Actually, lahat ng businesses eh. Uh, you know, the, the, the rise of the e-commerce, oh, di ba? yung shopping ngayon, online na din. Kailangan nilang mag-adapt doon sa nangyayari sa uh, environment nila so they can pursue or continue what they're doing. So, yun. Um, with everything that's been said, uh, I guess that we can say na yung import- at least two of the important traits of being a journalist. Dapat hindi makasarili, uh, always mm-hmm. Uh, public service, tsaka rin po adaptive or keeping up with the times. In line with that po, no, mm-hmm. our next question, uh, what do you think are some of the other characteristics or skills or attitudes practitioners should also have? Uh, most especially during this time na puro digital and social media nga, continue to proliferate in providing news. Oh, well, I would with a disclaimer, say a disclaimer na I am no authority really to, to you know, to give a lot of attitudes or characteristics about what a, shirt, a shirt, uh, journalist should be. Okay? Dahil, technically, bagwan pa rin naman ako sa media. So, but what I've learned siguro, what I've learned from my professors in USD, in college, so sa journalism school sa USD, is that I think, meron mga pagbabago probably, but in the, the core ng isang journalist na tinuturo sa dati sa print, sa TV, and now with digital, yun pa din. One, to have an integrity as a journalist. So it's very important that you really, uh, you know, that 
you have a good ethics. Okay? You follow, you know, more good moral principles as a person and as a journalist. Kasi it will guide you, eh. especially when there is uh, there are stories na minsan kwe-questionin mo kung tama o mali. You would back to your core. Ito ba ay, you know, sensitive ba to para sa tao? Kung ako ba, in something like empathy, kapag ako ba yung nasa situation na to at ibinalita ko to, is this something that would, you know, makakasira sa pangalan ng tao in a wrong, in a wrong in all the wrong reasons, for all the wrong reasons. So things like that. So you need to be, uh, and you should always be honest. So it's a part of the integrity, honest and objective. Kasi yun yung mag-propel uh, sa'yo as a journalist and you, that would also make you stay in the field. Diba? Yung, mga ta- yung journalism, sobrang naka-ankla siya sa truth at credibility. Yung audience, naniniwala siya sa mga journalists na credible sa mga news companies na credible. So you would only stay, your company and you as a journalist can only stay and be a productive journalist if you have that integrity, if you are honest with your job, if you are objective with all your reports, so and you have a um, good moral character as a person. Paniniwalaan ka ng tao. Okay, so that's very important, integrity. At the same time, um, stamina na siguro kasi it's really a, a, a difficult job wala kayong walang holiday break you know you work during christmas you work during new year you work during holy week you work every day it's a 24/7 job it's not really an office job that you know at pagdating na 5 p.m. all of you can go home and rest and then go back at 8 p.m. no it's a 24/7 job there's may tao ng madaling araw may tao ng kahit anong oras There should always be journalists that doing their job and you know patrolling along the streets okay anywhere okay at the same time um and pa fast pace kasi diba ang journalism so yung adrenaline so kailangan lagi kang uh, you know your your body or you're physically and mentally ready with everything hindi mo alam kung kailan may breaking news kailan may mga may mga malalaking balita. So, dapat you're always um, ready for that. So, yung stamina. So, mabilis ang galawan, the breaking stories, long press conferences, may mga coverage na kailangan mong tumayo buong araw, kailangan mong tumakbo, kailangan mo lumusong sa baha. All of those. So, it's really stamina. So, hindi pwedeng mahina yung loob mo. Which brings me to the third one. Siguro isa sa mga characteristic ng journalist is very courageous, matapang. Pero enough na tapang naman, hindi naman yung too much, bordering for uh, ng pagiging arrogant or something like that. Siguro, it's more like um, ngayon, especially pandemic, ang daming journalists na lumalabas, na, you know, at the front lines, you know, going to the hospitals, interviewing um, patients, doctors, na probably exposed din sa COVID-19. So, kailangan mo, that's part of the job. So, yung mga napapadala sa mga gera, sa mga calamities, typhoons, you know, uh, and other disasters that the uh, uh, that the Philippines might experience. So, kailangan matapakan at the same time, marami kang pwedeng mabangga. Especially people in power. So, that's why babalik ka ulit sa one, integrity. Kapag may mababangga kang tao, as long as you're honest, as long as you're objective, as long as it's truthful, it's accurate, then and you are courageous, then you can stand for the truth. You can stand for your story. You can vouch for the credibility of your story. So, hindi ka dapat matakot because they would intimidate you. Okay? People in power would try to intimidate people that would try to, you know, pull them down. Okay? Kahit factual yung sinasabi ng mga taong yun. So, 
you have to be very bold when asking questions, um, when digging deeper sa mga katotohanan and investigating more kapag needed. Okay, so yeah. another, ano ba? Ito, personal na to. Very personal. Um, be a, uh, ano ba ito? Extensive reader. Kailangan lagi nagbabasa. Okay, very important na lagi nagbabasa yung journalist. Not just because um, kailangan niyang mag-feed ng information sa isip niya, but because it might help him to him or her to to add context sa magiging mga story niya. You know, very important yung context sa story because it it adds depth to the story significance. Okay? Mas nagiging malinaw yung isang kwento kapag may context. Kung bakit may background ay kung may background siya. Kung bakit nangyayari ito? Kasi ito yung da- nangyari dati. Context. And those information, malalaman mo lang yun kapag nagbabasa ka. Babasa ka balita. At pwede di balita kahit libro, magazine, whatever. You just read. Okay? Keep your, uh, you know, be an active learner. Dapat lagi kang natututo. Because it would also improve your style of writing or reporting. And at the same time, it would also um, help you, uh, tawag ito, improve your grammar probably or um, develop your vocabulary or broaden your vocabulary. So, be really a reader. Stay ready. I keep on reading actually. At the same time, be a good listener. Yan yung nakakalimutan ng marami. So, actually, hindi lang sa pagiging journalist but as a person in general. No? Be a good listener especially sa trabaho ng media na kailangan mong kumausap ng tao. May mga tao na, may mga sources na hirap magsalita. But when they feel that itong uh, taong tumarunong makinig at nakikinig sa akin, they would slightly open up. Okay? It would be not difficult for a journalist to really get information from a source kapag magaling siyang makinig. Okay? But at the same time, part ng good listener is also observing yung mga ba- hindi lang listening to words, ha? listening to the body gestures, diba? to the movement. Diba? Be observing. Kasi mayroong mga taon ang galing magsalita pero hindi mo dapat pinaniniwalaan na Okay? Don't be fooled with words. Okay. So, kailangan pa, you know, be critical, kumbaga. So, kailangan tingnan mo, nag, um, nagko-correlate ba yung actions niya doon sa sinasabi niya? Mukha bang totoo yung sinasabi niya? So, be observer also. So, kapag nakikinig ka maikin sa environment ng interviewee mo, nung in-interview mo, you know, you would get a lot. And you would develop more questions probably kapag marunong kang makinig. At the same time, lastly, be keen on details and be curious. Keen on details, may mga maliliit na information na akala ng mga journalists, akala ng tao, maliit lang. Pero kapag naungkat mo, malaki pala. Di ba ito yung mga little cracks na unti-unting lalaki? Kasi akala mo simpleng problema lang siya, simpleng sagot lang siya. Pero in fact, malalim pala. So be keen on details. Like be observant talaga and be curious. Ask questions. That's part of the job, to ask questions. So I, those are some probably that I can I think should the uh, uh, characteristics that the uh, some journalists or all journalists should have. Thank you. I most definitely have a lot of respect po sa mga journalists nga po na sobrang dedicated po talaga sa work nila. I mean, kasi po ako personally ang dali ko po ma-burn out just from hearing just these like these bad news. Tapos parang when I get curious, sometimes it's only for specific things, for a specific uh, amount of time. Pero that dedication na laging consistent ka, just knowing the weight of of w- the work that you're putting out. 
I think that's that's really something to be respected. Kahit hindi hindi man siya lagi napapansin every day. Just to add on that, since the, the audience get burnout, and so is the media people, napapagod din yan. I mean, isipin mo, araw-araw na lang kami, araw-araw kami mag-break ng mga patay, araw-araw kami mag-break ng mga gantong balita, araw-araw namin naharapin yung mga uh, tao na mahilig na mamagsinungaleg, you know, things like that. So, para ikaw, as a person, syempre tao pa rin naman yung mga journalists, so naapektuhan sila, but, You know, shout out to everyone, really, to all journalists that really set aside their personal biases when it comes to reporting. Yung kahit gigil na gigil na sila, you know, they really want to in, to to add some opinions on their reports. They, you know, they just set aside it because it's not really part of the job. Okay, so it's it's for the public to respond and not for the journalists. So there. It's it's valid to uh, na ma-burnout in general to. To everyone who's listening, it is valid na ma-burnout especially at this pandemic. Actually nga po sir, uh hindi naman hindi man journalist eh yung job, pero kasi um actually nakikita ko yung uh kung paano yung yung pag yung sa online setting, yung pagre-report kasi friend friends namin kami ni Brio, yung EIC ng student publications. And actually, my job as a PRO is to always post under, parang ako yung nag-handle ng social media bali along with other committee members. So parang mm-hmm. everyday pag-ising mo, biglang, ah, may kailangan i-post. Hala, 9 na. 9.30 ipopost. Parang, parang uh-huh. anong repo, ay, bagong, ano, bagong pa, biglaan. Parang biglang, uh, it's super stressful, pero nakaka- napapahands down talaga ako dun sa mga kaya pa rin uh, yung stamina nila and yung quality of work andun pa rin like uh, paano minsan minsan may, may times nakakaya naman like may mga times na nakakaya naman ng uh, mga tao na social yung mga hindi lang or journalist mga social media managers kunyari ganyan mm-hmm. parang sila nakakaya nila may times naman pero for sure there, there are times na parang biglang hindi na consistent yung work. Pero the thing with journalists kasi, it requires consistency. Hindi pwede mm. ngayon maganda yung balita ko. Pagbukas, okay na kahit medyo okay lang. Ganon. Mm-hmm. Laging dapat, ano kasi pag lumabas yan, pangalan nyo eh. Ganon. Parang, mm. sino ba writer nito? Ay, si, ano, si ganyan-ganyan. So parang, hindi lang naman the, the, the yung news site yung maapektuhan, pati yung yung mismong uh, the writer mismo. So, it's always of quality. So, additional dun sa courageous na sinabi nyo po. Yung sa weather reports, yung mga tipong bagyo, may may dagat sa likod nila. Nag-aalala po ako. <laughs> Dagdag lang po talaga to na opinion or like feeling. Go on, sobrang, go on. Sobrang grabe yung feeling ko po kapag nakakakita ng reporter. Tapos, may 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 tubig or dagat sa likod nila. Kasi sobrang yung mga tsunami, sobrang possible na ang daming, ang daming pwede mangyari. Tapos parang they're still there reporting na may bagyo ngayon dito sa rehiyon na ito, ganyan. So parang... Hamang tinatangay-tangay na sila nung... Oo, parang tinatangay-tangay na po yung payong nila. <laughs> lahat, na ng, lahat na ng pang-cover nila sa ulan, tinatangay na. Pero... It, they're still there. They're still reporting. Nawawalan man ng signal. Nagre-report pa rin sila. It's like, 
buhay na po talaga nila yung, for journalists, I believe, na rin feel ko, buhay na talaga nila yung pagre-report. And as what you said, yung mga, parang hindi naman, hindi naman parang uh, ini-implicate ini- na, na dapat yun yung attitudes. Pero like, it was what what was taught sa inyo po before and up to the present din naman. Uh, feel ko, naramdaman ko lang po yung uh, pag-grow ng journalists na, ayun nga, hanggang uh, actual field reporting na, they're still, they, ha- they still have this passion. Yun pa rin yung reason nila as to why they're reporting. So, moving just, forward po. I, I, I would just add to uh, add something. Okay. So, about yung sinabi mo as a social, uh, as the public relations officer, I think for the okay. student council and handling the social media accounts of um, okay. your uh, organization. Oh, well, congrats to you. You know, people would really think that social media is a fun job. Ah, ay, social media yung trabaho mo? Hindi ang saya. Kasi parang like, you know, people see social media as a pastime. Magpo-post ka lang ng kung ano, add ka lang ng caption, and it's fine. Okay? But it's different when it becomes a job. Hindi na siya, hindi na siya kagaya nung post na pwede mong i-edit agad-agad. Hindi siya yung post na pwedeng, pwede kang magkamali. Hindi siya yung post na pwedeng bara-bara yung post. Okay? Every word, every caption, every angle of the photo would matter to the public. And as an organization, it would reflect on, you know, kung how the organization works. So for example, nagkamali ka ng type, may typo, may maling grammar, they would not be very good to you. I mean, like your audience, pagkatawalan ka nila. Okay, you know, people on social media, they're really good at finding form. <laughs> not ever post. So especially kapag organization ka, parang you can't be, uh, you can't do, you cannot do wrong about your job. And it's very difficult, especially during the bad days. There are mga times na hindi ako witty mag-caption ngayon. Hindi pwede. <laughs> you know, it's not an excuse. Okay? So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think to all social media managers, especially with the media, na sobrang daming kailangang ilabas na post. Like, you know, I've handled the ABS-CBN news, Facebook, and Twitter, especially the Twitter. Marami na akong typo na nalabas. Marami na akong mga maling na ilabas. Piling ko. <laughs> Okay, so, and given that the followers of ABS are so huge, we have 7 million on Twitter and 20 million ata on Facebook. So, pagka-post mo dyan, mayroon million kagad na makakita. Kahit i-edit mo yan, pag na-screenshot na, it's over. Wala ka na magagawa. Diba? So, there. It's really a tedious and toxic job, the social media. Kami, ma'am. Na-realize na, na ko nga lang po siya nung sinabi niyo yung Holy Week. Kasi mga Holy Week, nag-iisip pa rin kami ng witty caption na solemn tingnan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If I may add this po, Lassie. Parang hindi dapat, pero okay. solemn. Okay. Okay. Kasi real. po si... Siyempre, eh. workmates po, lagi rin po kami magka-chat. Minsan na pa bad trip sa akin pag nag-chat-chat ako. <laughs> Kasi po, parang puno na puno na po yung messenger niya ng mga... Message uh-huh. na, asa na yung post na to. Kaya minsan mag-message lang ako, friendly-friendly, biglang um, bad trip na ko uh-huh. na siya. So it's like really difficult na parang Oy, you're, you you're taking this thing that's you're taking this thing that's usually more fun or where you would take leisure. Mm-hmm. You need to make it your 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 work or your job. Mm-hmm. That's really hard that's to, to post. It's really hard. Kasi ang hirap din i- 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 parang gumaw- mag-create ng ano yan 
border sa pagkakaroon ng personal space mo doon sa digital tapos doon sa trabaho especially on Facebook because as a, an admin of a page kailangan may Facebook account ka talaga na i-connect doon eh so makikita pag may nag-chat sa iyo kahit nagtatrabaho ka makikita mo yung mga nag-chat sa iyo so things like that so you know it's really difficult so for, especially for Twitter kasi walang edit button so pag nagkamali ka i-delete <laughs> mo talaga nag-iisip so, ako kung mag-eeratum ba Oh, it's really difficult kapag yung mali yung nag-viral. Talaga namang pagsisisiya mo na isang buong gabi, iisipin oh. mo, bakit ko ba naman ginawa yun? And especially there are times na karamihan ng mali ng mga magsa-social media manager are honest mistakes. It's not like sinadya kong magkamali. I mean, sino naman, kaya, for ABS-CBN, kapag binabash kami na, oh, mali na naman kayo ng type. Ganun. Sa tingin nyo po, ba gusto namin mag- magkamali ng type sa trabaho namin? Of course not. Gusto namin maayos yung trabaho namin. But it happens. Okay, pwedeng, well, one, pwedeng kasalanan talaga nung may hawa kasi yun, lumagpas sa mata niya yung mali. Okay. Kailangan naman niyang i-accept yun. But at the same time, siguro more of compassion. <laughs> so, with people, nagkakamali ang social media. Kailangan sa trabaho. Actually nga po, sir, dagdag lang din po doon. Uh, kasi mm-hmm. konti lang po yung parang nagka-caption sa amin compared mm-hmm. to those na nagle-layout. Uh, mm-hmm. Parang uh, sobrang at may times na parang minsan na, nagiging job ko na din yung job nila. We share the same job na parang, oh my God, brainstorm tayo. Anong paano dapat uh-huh. i-caption? So parang I agree po na parang minsan hindi talaga hindi naman talaga, honest mistake naman talaga siya. Like, hindi siya, uh, hindi naman goal na magkaroon ng maling grammar or uh, magkatypo or maling emoji. Like, hindi appropriate na emoji. So, yes. I agree po doon. Pero like, for those na under, yung mga student journalists po kasi namin, uh, sila talaga, uh, um, ramdam ko po yung parang, dream din po nila na maging journalists in the future. Like, kitang-kita sa work nila na parang right now, for full of fire pa and everything. So, for those aspiring to be media practitioners po, are there any pieces of advice you could uh, say with regards to what they should be cautious of and what to look out for given the abundance of information available to us now? Kasi, For sure, some of them nabuburn out na po ngayon, like online setting. Sa kanila po kasi ngayon, legit online setting lang talaga. They don't have the, wala silang platform to like be on the radio station. Wala naman silang radio. Radio, ano? So, ayan po. Ano pong masasabi niyo po? Dyan? Siguro, when it comes to, you know, to the, to the aspiring journalist, uh, what are they be, what should they be cautious um, sa pagdami ng information, no? One, Well, basically, wag kang maloko. <laughs> wag kang magpapa, um, don't allow yourself to be fooled with uh, a lot of information that's coming to you. Okay? So, be uh, be analytical, be vigilant. One, uh, you should always uh, filter yung mga information na papasok sa you. There would be a lot. There would be a lot. When you become a journalist, there would be a lot of information that would come your way. But at the same time, you should also take note na hindi yung lahat ma-accommodate mo. So you need to filter. As what I've said, you will be needing help from your editors or bosses about how to filter um, information, the uh, spaces of information that you get. So um, aside from filtering out, uh, go to the basic info. 
go to the basic info. I mean, five W's and H for the news. So is what is happening? Who are the involved people um, in that issue? Why is this happening? How is that? Uh, how did that happen? So kapag nalilito ka na, ang daming nangyayari. Go back to the core of journalism, yung basic ng journalism. Ano ba yung kailangan malaman ng tao? Ang kailangan malaman ng tao yung mga five doubles yung issue. Una nilang itatanong sa sarili nila kapag narinig nila yung event. Kapag narinig nilang may binaril dyan, kapag narinig nilang may barilan sa kanto, ang unang tanong nila, ha? Saan? Sino? Bakit? The basic questions. So kapag naguguluhan na sila siguro, when sa tons of information, just go back to the basic. Okay? Ganun din naman sa pagdidesisyon as a journalist and as a person, di ba? Kapag nagugulan ka sa dami na nangyayari sa buhay mo, you always go back to your core. Di ba? Ah, ito kasi yung gusto ko eh. So, ganun din sa pag- pagsusulat or paggawa ng report. Pag naguguluhan ka na, go back to the core. Ano ba yung five W's and H? So that, hindi ka malolost, kumbaga, sa mga isusulat mo. And then, from there, you just flash up. Ah, bakit ito nangyari? Bakit sila nandito? Then you start the why, why, why. So ngayon, sinasagot mo na lang yung mga tanong na kailangan mo. You don't really need to scan through all of the information na meron ka. At the same time, look for credible sources. Ayan, para hindi ka maloko, punta sa mga credible sources like people in authorities, yung mga people involved, sila yung mga tanongin mo as much as possible. And at the same time, huwag ka din magsiseta sa one source lang. Well, as much as possible, huwag sa one source lang. Kasi pwedeng propaganda yon, Okay? Pwedeng... Um, Pwede kasing i-contest yung honesty ng isang tao eh. Parang kunyari ako, ito yung sasabihin, ito yung version of truth ko. Di ba? Pwede iba yung version niya ng isang tao. So you need to, um, you know, to balance your news report. It's very important because you need to be objective. So you look for other sources. Okay? Credible sources. So that you can create uh, a good uh, report. Um, just to um, add, kanina nasabi mo about yung competition, yung mga press con, I also go to that experience. So, um, lagi din ako sumasali. So, yung, kaya ako nag-journalist kasi magaling akong magsulat. Nanalo ako sa contest. Ito talaga, ang, ito na ang ano ko, parang path ko. But when I entered journalism school uh, sa USD, uh, nabago. <laughs> Di pala ako magaling. <laughs> Di pala ako magaling. <laughs> Mali pala yung paniniwala ko. And oh, nabago yung pananaw ko on how should how I should how should how I should write a story. Dati kailangan best word forward eh. Lahat ng magagandang salitang alam ko dapat nasa balita ko. Kasi contest to eh, pagalingan ng salita, pagalingan ng ano. But, but you know when you be, become a journalist, a really journalist, kailangan hindi mahirap yung mga salita mo. Kasi paano maiintindihan ng isang construction worker kung sobrang lalim ng salita mo? Okay. Paano maiintindihan ng isang simple, ordinaryong Pilipino yung isang balita na dapat nilang malaman kapag yung mga salita mo malalalim? So, ay, okay. So, sometimes you don't really need to be, uh, you know, best in words, best in uh, mga style, but more of like accuracy talaga. And as long as this, the report, it may not be that well in, uh, in wordings, But is it, it is factual, it's accurate, it's fine. So, gano'n. So, wala. Na-share ko lang. Continuing to the, ano, don't be naive. Don't be fooled. Huwag kang magpapaloko ka. <laughs> Sorry. Pero as a journalist, may hirap pag naloko ka na. Kasi pag naloko ka, maapektuhan yung public eh. Yung report mo yung maapektuhan doon. And then they would learn this story. Tapos hindi mo alam, ay, shucks. Naloko pala ako. So, mahirap bawiin. Lalo na pag na-report mo na. 
it's really tough to um, correct it actually. So, yun. And then fact check. Kapag medyo iffy ka dun sa nakuha mong information, fact check. Babalik ka dun sa credible sources and all of that. So, maging masipag ka to fact check things. Okay? To verify, to research. So, yun yung number one advice. Ay, yun yung mga advices that I can give. Or pieces of advice, sorry. That I can give to uh, aspiring journalists, siguro. Most definitely, yeah, I think. Po. Ah, sige, sige. Sige, wala. Migo muna. Mm. <laughs> Grabe po yung uh, na-mention nyo na like, before pala, nagko-competition din kayo. Then biglang nung journal mm-hmm. na din sa school. Kaya ko, actually, uh, other than journalism, lahat ng mga uh, lahat ng mga uh, jobs na parang let's start of as passion ko niya creative writing o kaya mm-hmm. ano pa bang pwede um kunyari act uh, theater or singing mm-hmm. when you're actually there na like studying it oo po the arts uh lalawak talaga biglang marerealize mo there's there's many more to pala that I don't know of about it and I agree po din sa sinabi niyo na um dapat uh readable siya sa public kasi yun naman talaga yung kinikate yun yung yun yung sinaservan mo eh in the public sila yung dapat nakakabasa nito hindi naman siya for for personal ano na parang ay ang ganda nito ang ganda ng pagka cohesive buong buong report ko maganda yung wording sentence by sentence ang ganda tingnan ganon we're like uh, the goal pa rin talaga is to deliver as a journalist and nakikita ko po yung na, nakikita ko din naman po yun, like, how important it is through, like, social media sites and uh, our, ano, in comparison to ours, uh, yung student publications namin. Sa student publications namin, most of them, uh, ano pa eh, catering to the Salian community eh. Uh, feel ko aware pa sila na, ah, kaya, kaya to mabasa ng, kaya to mabasa ng Salian. So, like, kapag public na talaga, hindi mo ma-measure kung ano ba talaga yung Mayroon sino ba talaga, ma- saan nakakaabot tong report ko. So, ayun. Then, yung know, your, know your audience, kumbaga. So, when you're writing for a campus paper, syempre, ang audience mo, yung mga stakeholders na sa school, like the, the admin, the students, probably the parents, the teachers. So, syempre, yung mga balit na iagawin mo, uh, related to them, something that they can relate to. Huwag kang susulat ng balita na tungkol Thailand, tungkol Singapore, because ano pa pakialam namin doon so they would only care this audience would only care something about their welfare so medyo makasarili kasi ang audience natin laging welfare nila and tayo as a journalist diba parang purpose natin mapabago kasi yung purpose mo eh kapag kanyari talagang pinurso mo na maigi as a career yung isang art for example journalism kung dati nag-start ka for competition yung audience mo laging judge laging to impress the judge but this time mababago yung purpose mo pag ginawa mo na siyang buhay mo at ginawa mo na siyang trabaho. Kasi ang audience mo na tao. And tama ka doon, ang hirap i-measure ng audience kapag buong Pilipinas. Okay, may mayaman, may mahirap, di ba? May, may magaling mag-English, may hindi marunong mag-English, merong ganitong trabaho, may ganito, hindi ganitong trabaho, may ganitong religion, ang daming background na kailangan mong i-consider. So, ayan, yun lang naman din. Kaya dapat laging in general public, dapat pasok to. Okay? So, ganun. So I think uh yung mga aspiring journalists natin sobrang na appreciate yung advice na yun. And uh, if there's nothing else to add, 
we can move on to our next segment. Yay! Okay. <laughs> so, itong segment na to, parang um, short activity lang naman po. No? So, this is fact or bluff. So, we're gonna be giving statements po. Tapos, one of them okay. is the rest are so, you're gonna be trying Ako, pag- to determine which okay. one is true. So, ano lang naman po to, sir, no? Um, medyo pinalitan lang po namin konti yung details. So, no okay. judgment kung magkamali po. Oh, Kasi ano, I think... Marami na din po ano dito. Opo. May mga nagkamali na din naman po. Tapos mga loady kicks po namin. <laughs> loady kicks, the, the term. Oh, mga yes. teachers po namin, gano'n. Pero ano naman po na, no? learning experience. <laughs> learning experience. Fun-fun yes. fun lang, gano'n. Okay, so pag nagkamali so, ako, matay. Okay <laughs> po. Um, so, yung first statement po natin, at mm-hmm. all these statements po are about the drug Ivermectin. Ito po, medyo mainit po sa oh. news ngayon, no? Recently. <laughs> so, Number one, the drug Ivermectin has been approved for oral and intravenous consumption in humans in the Philippines. Uh, intravenous, parang injection-injection po na. Tapos number two, there have been scientific studies to support Ivermectin as a potential inhibitor of COVID-19. So this means that there proof that it can stop the multiplication of the virus in the human body. Then third, veterinary ivermectin, the one that's for animals, is viable for human consumption. Hmm. Ako hindi ako talaga sigurad. Gusto mo yung kinabahan ako na, oh Lord, paano ba ito natin tatawid natin? Um, <laughs> feeling ko yung... Feeling ko yung... Wait lang. This is a wild guess. Um, feeling ko yung pangalawa because... I think I, there's no evidence yet that would prove uh, that would prove that it can prevent you know the spread of COVID nineteen. pangalawa because I, it ano is already sir? there's a... clarification po sir isa lang po yung truth. Dalawa oh, po yung... fit... ah okay so that, ah isa lang yung truth. Up. okay so wait lang tika cancel okay pangalawa sa Filipino Malaysia so dalawa na lang. <laughs> Okay, the truth for me is yung huli. Kasi pinayagan ito eh, sa ibang hospital, I guess. But there should be ano yung sinabi ng FDA doon? Pili ko yung patlo. Okay. Mas mali ako. Wait lang. You, <laughs> would you like to sige po. To think more. Hindi, <laughs> sige. Pag nagkamali na lang ako, Ah, uh, patawarin na lang po ako ng DOH. Sorry po DOH. <laughs> Hindi ko po talaga sure yung sagot. <laughs> okay lang po. Actually ano, po sir. Ano yung first one? Again, ano yung, ano yung first, first one, one po is the drug Ivermectin has been approved for oral and intravenous consumption for humans in the Philippines. Piling ko na talaga yung pangatlo kasi hindi siya in-approved technically but parang siyang inalaw lang pero by choice. Hindi, hindi ako super sure. So piling ko pangatlo. Yung pangatlo yung truth ko version of truth. <laughs> so, ano tama? Sige nga. Gusto ko malaman. Tramal. Um, okay lang po, no? Kasi, uh, madami po talagang hindi po masyado informed dito. Pero, the uh, truth, actually, the second one. Talaga ba? There has been scientific evidence. I'm, I'm gonna oh. explain it a bit more per, per statement oh, sige, po. Go on, go actually, on. kasi po, naging research ko po talaga to, eh. Tapos parang, honestly, ang hirap talaga i-navigate. Ang gulo po talaga ng ano. Yung original research po kasi that, uh, kumbaga, nagpa-popularize or, or that brought light 
onto ivermectin sa potential um potential drug for the inhibition of COVID-19 yung head title niya is basically yung FDA approved ivermectin shows potential mm-hmm. for uh, inhibitor of 19 in vitro so in glass po so okay let's go one by one po no so number one, the drug ivermectin has been approved for oral and intravenous consumption in humans in the Philippines so the first uh, thing that people don't know actually in relation to the third one there's two types of ivermectin mm-hmm. one is for humans one is for animals where they differ is in concentration kasi po ang ivermectin is antiparasitic no so syempre usually po for like horses mas malaki po talaga sila kaya iba po yung concentration noon and um ito po no the drug ivermectin has been approved for oral and intravenous consumption hindi po for oral and intravenous it's only for topical in humans so kumbaga uh-huh. external application lang po siya so bawal mm-hmm. wala pa pong approval sa atin sa Philippines to uh this inside mm-hmm. our bodies. Pero sa actually sa US po ito po, approved po siya. Sa mm-hmm. FDA po nila. Tapos yung second one po, ito nga po yung truth. As I meant, there has been research. And very recently, February of this year, mm-hmm. there were uh, trials on humans already. Tapos, um, hindi, pa siya na, hindi pa siya proven na walang side effects or, or what, no? Pero it does show promising results. Tapos, yung third one, veterinary ivermectin is viable for human consumption. As we mentioned, um, hindi nga po siya pwede kasi iba po yung concentration niya. So, yung problema kasi dito, people are thinking that it's completely safe or that it has been mm. without any, kumbaga wala nang butas na pwede na po talaga pang combat sa COVID, COVID-19. So, we, we don't know yet if there are any other implications it could have that could actually present no yung yung condition niya and secondly po hindi po talaga clear yung background on ivermectin like yung meron nga po animals and there's that uh, concern that people out of desperation may be getting these products na dapat for animals para lang mm-hmm. maka ano ano nila maka gamot Opo, makapaggamot ng sarili po nila. So, ayan, no? So, bit of enlightenment on Ivermectin. So, to everyone, sorry. Feel <laughs> <laughs> ko rin po kasi, ano, eh, there, are, there are not a lot of people that knew about this. As I mentioned, ang hirap po niya, no? I-navigate. When I was doing the study, it was so confusing. Like, approved ba to or hindi? I had to... Hinalungkat ko talaga po talaga yung mga FDA yeah. announcements, notices po. Mm-hmm. So, yun nga po yung fact or bluff. Sana may natutunan okay. ang audience natin. <laughs> yes, we learn something new about Invermectin. Sana matuto tayong lahat about it and read yes. more about it probably, actually. Opa. Thank you, Brio, for that information. Okay. Welcome back to Erudition. So, once again, we're here with Sir Carl and we're gonna do our icebreaker na, which is fast. Uh, magpapakatito boy o bunda. <laughs> okay. Yes, tito na. boy. Okay. Ready na po ba kayo, Sir Carl? Sana. Sana ready ako. <laughs> ano lang naman po siya, parang ano lang din. Boy o bunda, pero um, tone down. <laughs> <laughs> tone down. Sige. Uh, 
Uh, so first question: green or blue? Uh, blue. Sorry, Lasal. favorite color ko yung blue. For now, more more money so that eventually I can retire early. So more time for myself. More time, Smart. Indoor or, or outdoor? Gusto ko nang mag-outdoor. Nasulit ko na yung indoor. Nasulit, nasulit <laughs> natin yung indoor. Ang haba na masyado ng indoor ko. Prefer news channel to gain credible news. Ano kaya? Isipan natin sa... Siyempre ABS. Siguro ABS talaga. Kasi doon din na mas easier sa akin. Tsaka yung algorithm ng social media ko naka-ABS na eh. So, puro yun lagi ko nakikita. So. Yun na din ang puro yung nakikita. <laughs> mm, yun din. So, ABS. Online wala pa akong... or... <laughs> Online or face-to-face interaction po? Ah, face-to-face interaction. Weirdest food combination that you like? Weird combination ng pagkain? Naku, parang wala. Parang normal naman yung mga kinakain ko. <laughs> Ano ko, sinasawsaw ko sa suka yung singkamas? Weird ba yun? It's not weird. Kaya ko hindi naman po, pero kaya ko nagulat si Brion. Usually kasi bago-on. Kaya ko makain ng gano'n. Oh, well, yun. Nasabi ko kasi yun yung kinain ko kanina. So parang feeling ko, baka weird din sa kanila. So, <laughs> ito na sabihin ko. Wala, wala. Parents po wala ginagawa. Kami po sa ano eh, sa iba po namin. <laughs> Ayun, um, Hobbies po. Ano pong hobbies po? Uh, well, before the pandemic, I used to uh, well, play volleyball. Uh, and... Ano pa ba? Wala naman masyado. Actually, wala. Kasi madalas busy. So, of course, yung hobby ko. Tapos nagkaroon pa ng pandemic. So, sobrang hirap. Kasi nawala siya eh. So. Parang nakakalungkot po yun. <laughs> Oo, nakakalungkot talaga. <laughs> First, sports inclined din po yung, ano nyo, yung oh, hobby nyo. Um, mm-hmm. Kaya mahilig din ako sa sports journalism. Kasi sports oh. din yung medyo interest ko. Mm-hmm. So, next naman po. If someone experiences information overload, what is your best advice? Like, short advice. Short advice pag maraming information. Uh, but it's easy to find your where you are most interested about. Yun muna yung piliin mo. Para makukuha mo muna yung, yung interest mong magbasa at kumuna, kumuha ng information. So, yung gusto mo muna. Na, ano, all the information, kunin mo muna yung gusto mo. Thank you for that. So, our second to the last question. Give one of the most amusing fake news stories you ever read. Like, kahit nakita niya lang. Gahit <laughs> <laughs> walang citation. <laughs> amusing fake news. Well, it always amuses me when people in power propagates proliferates fake news all of the all of their information that they share na people in power especially those that you know yes yung mga yon na they would Banana, try to uh, they would try to mindset people about something that's not really true so yeah it amazes me especially if it garnered if it garnered a lot of likes shares and people believe because ang galing grabe ka powerful <laughs> 
especially at this time na parang ang daming pwedeng mag-factual sa'yo pero the, those people are still believing dito sa maling information, di ba? You will find it amazing na parang sabi, ano pang kailangan sabihin ng tao na fact-check para maniwala ka na hindi yan totoo, di ba? So, yeah. Grabe, may nakita nga po sa ano ng Rappler. Ano siya? Actually, mm-hmm. hindi ko specify ano yung report. Pero mm-hmm. umabot daw ng 100k uh, parang 100k interactions doon. Parang mm-hmm. siguro likes, shares, mga 50 to 40k. Tapos it's fake news pala. At oh. it's wala na. na. So, oh, our oh, last my. na fast talk po para sa inyo. Okay. What is the best advice you can give to the younger generation? <laughs> In one and all, short advice. <laughs> wala, wala, walang magandang mangyayari sa buhay niyo. And that's just <laughs> That's the end of our episode. Bye. Guys. <laughs> Bye guys. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> ano ba? Ano ba Siguro one advice, you know, to be determined. It's it's not really about being the best in what you do. It's always about being, you know, passionate and determined to what you do. That would keep you stay in the craft that you want to pursue. Yeah. Thank you, May nang kausap nga po kami ang sabit, don't naman. <laughs> Wala, lagi na talaga advice niya sa Fasto. Don't. Sorry. Kasi diba, parang sumuuna, sumuuna, tayo, sumuuna tayo sa mundo. So, <laughs> so, ayun po. That's the end of our Fasto. Going okay, thank you, Jace. Thank you. Please. Okay, so uh, now we're going to be proceeding to our second set of questions. And okay. we're going to be starting with this one. Uh, people often have this misconception that because one is a media practitioner, they do not fall victim to the flaws of the current digital setting, especially now that it has become yung pina- very prominent na medium of communication. You actually mentioned this. No? So we'd like to know... Uh, kayo po ba personally, if you could share a circumstance or a situation in which you personally were misled or misinformed? Tsaka, paano nyo po to na, na, how did you grow from this or, or, apa, or how did you cope and overcome mistake afterwards? To be honest, hindi pa ako na nabivectum ng ano, maling information. I mean, hindi pa ako nakakapag-share ng maling information when it comes to social media. Okay. Although marami na ako narinig, of course. Siguro kung meron mang times na naloko ko, ito yung mga sa kaibigan ko na malapit na sila, na paalas ko ng bahay. Yun lang yung mga misinformation na tatanggap ko. But when it comes to, you know, serious matters like in the news, medyo hindi, especially na nung, kasi, you know, the, the proliferation of uh, fake news started parang mga 2015, 2016. So nasa media na ako. So parang I already have the platform to check kung totoo yung isang information. So for example, so kapag may nakikita akong may controversial or something na interesting na information that I see uh, that I see in, uh, on my Facebook or in, on news feed, on my news feed, I usually ask muna, ay totoo ba to yung mga friends? Uy, totoo ba to? Sashare ko muna yung link sa group chat. Totoo ba to? Tapos, if not, if they didn't answer or uh, Or sometimes I do research, Google ko. Meron na bang balitang lumabas tungkol dito? Like from ABS, GMA, Inquirer, you know, any legitimate news sources or news outlets na nakapagbalita ng gantong information. Okay? So, quick Google, kumbaga, 
kung ano saan nanggaling kunyari may one time because I'm also writing an entertain I'm also writing entertainment stories so and one time nasabihan ako ng tita ko na parang nakabuntis daw si Josh sa anak ni Chris diba talaga ha totoo ba oo confirm sabi pa ng tita ko talaga nagmamadali ako magbukas ng computer talagang search ko muna search ko Josh you know keywords tapos nakikita ko yung mga pinanggalingan information parang ay nakapo pero hindi naman to reliable so from there ah hindi pa tao so yun yung mga parang nag, nagkakaroon ako ng self um, processing kumbaga kung, pa, kung kailan ako mag-share ng information kapag hindi ako sigurado I do research I do ask pero pag sigurado na ako ayun so okay na may share ko na so but you know just to um give advice to people na nabiktima na siguro about no ano you, you just learn from it Sometimes, sabi ko nga may misinformation. Ito yung mga pagkakataon na nakapag-share ka ng information na mali na akala mo kasi totoo. You do, but you don't have the intention to really malign people with this fact or with this um, information. So, you know, learn from it. So, from now on, you'll just... Um, the, uh, uh, you just need to follow the legitimate uh, news pages, for example, or authorities so that yung mga nakikita mo sa news feed mo Kasi it's all on your news feed. You can't control what other people would post on social media. Pwede sila mag-post ng napakadaming kasinungalingan, kalokohan siya. But you can control what you can see. Okay. Pwede hindi mo, hindi mo makakontrol yung ipopost ng ibang tao. Ang makakontrol mo, kaya mong control yung mababasa mo. So as much as possible, you try to you know, lessen the noise on your feed. Kapag alam mo itong mga taong to hindi naman magbibigay sa'yo ng magandang informasyon or puro wala namang kwenta sasabihin, you know, you just, you know, block them, unfriend them. You know, don't be afraid to do that because especially at this time, you know, na nakakulong ka lang sa bahay and it affects your mental health. It's very important na, you know, you feed yourself with factual information, good thoughts, di ba? Para tulungan mo yung sarili mo, kumbaga. Kasi sobrang immersed tayo ngayon sa social media kasi dyan na lang yung outlet natin kasi hindi tayo makalabas eh. So, you know, things like that that you can do. So, pero walang maling mag, hindi maling magkanali, of course. I'm not saying na pag nakapag-share ka ng maling information, babawin mo na sa bang buhay. Hindi naman. So, it's normal. Lalo na kapag hindi ka talaga aware. So, pero since natuto ka na doon sa maling yun, so you try to avoid it committing, uh, you try to avoid committing the same mistakes again. If I may add rin po, no, uh, with what so, you said, you. siguro hindi po natin kailangan, hindi po natin kailangan lagi magmadali magka-stand. I mean, ensure mm-hmm. po muna natin na tama po yung sinasabi natin. Oh, exactly. Or magbasa. Apo. Yun na naman. ba? Diba? Kapag hindi mo, huwag ka muna magbibigay ng opinion or huwag ka magsasalita sa isang bagay na hindi mo masyadong alam. Kasi doon ka magiging prone sa mali. Okay? Kapag nagbibigay ka kagad ng opinion sa isang, um, sa isang issue na konti pa lang yung alam mo. So, if you want to really have an opinion on that or stand, uh, strong opinion on that, you read. Okay? So that you can formulate your opinion very well based on facts. Ito yung facts. Ito yung pros and cons. You balance and then this is my opinion. Okay. So, yun. Ganong process. Actually nga po, to add lang din po, uh, parang when I receive news or something na parang gagawin, lagi ko siyang inaano muna, like, tatahimik muna ako. Wala akong reply lagi na right away na, ah, sige. Or like, 
go, G ako, or, or like, Mm-hmm. Ayoko, parang ganun. Laging iisip, pag-iisip, pag-iisip ako muna siya. So, parang nag-turn out na, parang, hindi, unsure ka ba? Ganun. But it's fine to be unsure. Like, parang, oh. parang, it, it, it's something na human. Like, humans do. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're not sure of everything. Like, di naman tayo born with the overall intelligence po na parang alam kagad lahat. Pero, uh, addition po sa sinabi niyo kanina, naka, uh, sobrang, Sobrang ang galing po nung never ba kayo nakashare ng fake news. Pero feel ko, dahil po yun sa we were born at the age, if tama po ako, millennial po kayo. Oo, nasa millennial <laughs> born, na akong born at the age of a millennial po. Tapos sakto pa, journalist po kayo. Oo. So parang uh, it aligns po na you know how to handle the new, new presented digital media. Tapos... Uh, ano ko pa, millennial ko pa, it, nag-start sa Friendsters po, tama ba ako? Ganun po. So parang, you use this, you use it as a weapon po to become uh, more knowledgeable po as a journalist. So yun po yung nakita ko uh, dun sa parang answer dyan ako. So, uh, moving forward po, Filipinos had a tough time ever since the pandemic started, yet, frontliners never stopped serving the country. And same goes naman po sa inyong mga media practitioners. Sabi nyo nga po, walang break, break. <laughs> Sabi nyo, wala na sa mga nagsihandle ng social media accounts nga po ng mga news uh, news outlets na ito. Wala talagang break, break. Kasi kailangan nyo pa rin mag-report to the mass public of what's happening. So despite the personal hindrances, you should still deliver talaga. So with that said, What are the reasons as to why you kept going as a media practitioner po? Like, kayo po mismo, besides the things you said kanina na require, hindi man requirement, pero like, parang basic na tinuro sa inyo noon for like, a journalist should have. Ngayon po, ano pong reason nyo po, besides those po na meron kayo, na, na mention nyo po? So everyone has its own parang motivation kung paano sila magtatrabaho or ano they why they keep doing the things that they do okay not just as, as a journalist no but you know in whatever job that they are doing so but for me i keep on you know doing this job because well one i need a, i need work i need a job i need to earn for my family of course so that's really the the very easy answer doon sa question but at the same time Siguro andun pa yung passion sa sa akin. You know the 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 passion to write, the passion to to serve the public, really to write. Andun naman eh. But um na, 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 natuto din ako ng public service nung nakapasok na kasi ako sa media. Okay. So nung una, syempre write lang eh. Gusto mo lang lagi magsulat. Okay? But then at the same time, na-develop yung values mo as a writer. Okay, na-develop yung values, the values ko as a writer nung pumasok na talaga ako sa media. So, yung passion and next with the public service is still there. Andun pa din naman ako. So, I I'm, I still giggled kapag nababasa ko yung pangalan ko, pag napapublish, na kahit everyday ko naman ginagawa. So, parang, yes, nasulat na naman ako. Or sometimes then I write a lot. Pag-titing, at the end of my shift, I will check how many articles I have produced for today. Oh, and that means ipag ako today. So, it really, it still excites me. It, uh, parang may, may satisfaction pa rin akong nakukuha na nakakapag-produce pa rin ako na, but at the same time I won't be ano naman be uh, I won't lie to everyone that 
I also sometimes feel na, you know, demotivated, feeling ko parang, ay, ito pa, ito pa rin ba yung gusto kong trabaho? You know, there are times, bad times, di ba? Sabi nga nila, sabi nga natin, you know, the sun won't always come out, di ba? Hindi siya laging sunny day. So at times, so it's really hard to, you know, to work, you know, to bumangon, magtrabaho. But when you you have family to feed, when you have, uh, when, when you still have in your heart yung duty, Okay, kapag sobrang passionate ka pa sa ginagawa mo, it will force you to work. Okay, so, yan. Kaya, feeling ko yun yung mga reasons naman. So, I'm still motivated, kahit pa paano, na magtrabaho sa media. So, even, especially at the time na pinasaray yung ABS, siguro, medyo mixed feelings. I would share, sige. Medyo mixed feeling yon na parang, feeling mo, paano kaya yung mangyayari sa amin? Paano kaya yung mangyayari sa akin? But at the same time, Then, lalaman tayo. It's really a game on. Parang ganon. Parang hindi nyo kami mapapatahimik. You may take away our franchise, you may take away the broadcast, but we're still in digital. We'll continue the fight. Okay? We'll continue to inform the public. So, that's another motivation. It's more of really a mindset, I guess, for many people, but not for all. Because there are people who really find it difficult, you know, to to find, to uh, to look for motivation sa buhay. And, and Um, I respect that. So, pero siguro ako, it's more of my mindset. Kung paano ko iharapin yung parang everyday the challenges na parang I would look on the side. I would focus on this aspect alone so that I can still work. So, siguro more of like that. More mindset. Kaya naman nagstay pa rin ako. Hello? You okay? Nanto ko oh. si Chase. Inanto ka ba? <laughs> Nag-freeze po ata siya. Nag-freeze na siya. Po yung frame to. <laughs> Na-frame siya. Nako, Jay. Yes? Okay. I'm on back. Jay, ang dalawang baso. Sorry. Pinalaw ko na po yung baso. Okay. <laughs> okay so, dun po sa sinabi niya na um, yung passion mo, nandun pa rin siya. Like, ramdam niyo pa rin. Actually po, ah, uh, yung natandaan ko lang, na-realize ko lang now, na na-mention niya nga po na sports, parang mas, hindi man sa sports writer, kayo specifically lang like centered, pero parang yun yung, ano nyo, yun yung parang favorite niya talaga gawa ng report. Favorite. Natandaan uh, ko lang po yung EIC ng The Animo, yung English, ano po namin, publication. I, I know her. Is it Andrea? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's Andrea po. Hilig din po niya yun. Like, Linaglag mm. nga po siya sa podcast no, na mauuna nung ano po namin, ng isa pang EIC. <laughs> na yun okay. daw yung daily na gina- Parang yun yung ano niya, ano favorite mong gawin pag may free time ka? Magsulat pa rin. <laughs> Magsulat, pero sports daw, related. Uh, so, parang, oh, wow. Well, ako, parang ako doon na-realize na you can work lang talaga, <laughs> sir, kapag passionate ka sa kapag passionate job ka, na ginagawa mo. Okay. It's not just for a job, like, you know, in general sa okay. buhay. Kapag kaya hilig mo magbasa, you know, people would find it boring na magbasa, pero dito ako nag enjoy eh. So, you know, pag nag enjoy ka kasi isang bagay, parang you don't really have a lot of reason kung ba't mo siya ginagawa. I just enjoyed it. That's enough reason for you to do it. ba? Diba? So, Yes, please. The validation. <laughs> The validation. <laughs> oh, yung mga ginagawa natin lagi. Oo <laughs> So um with all this being said no uh yung pagka-push po ng passion nyo, yung mga challenges po na face nyo, 
we'd we'd like to ask uh with all these is there any message parang last question na po natin ah. any message okay. to your fellow media practitioners are uh, like anything that you'd like to say to them admits the pan whether this this be advice or kahit acknowledgement lang ng struggle po nila any message po? um well it's really tough to give a message to them because probably i'm sure uh, i should be the one listening to them to especially to those the seniors but siguro right now well one we should all acknowledge not just for the journalists but for everyone whether it's a student whether it's a normal person or other any other forms of professions na valid yung nararamdaman natin minsan na burnout or pagod it's really true na nakakaramdam tayo especially at this time na sobrang uncertain ng mga bagay and there's fear about your health about your safety and all of those stuff that's happening so siguro uh, one is you know acknowledge that you're tired kapag napapagod ka you know accept that you're tired And the only thing to do I to resolve that is to sometimes, sometimes not all the times, is to rest. You know, um, you, during your week, you your off, your rest days, try to um, you know, relax yourself. So it's, you know, bawasan pag social media, um, matulog ka lang, kumain, you know, try to enjoy life. Kait konte, kait you know, little steps kumbaga. So because it starts from there na kung paano mo mahanap yung reasons para uh, hindi ka ulit ma-regain ma- mo kumbaga yung energy mo or yung passion mo when it comes to the job that you're doing especially in journalism. So, actually yun, number one is digital detox. Yun yung number one advice ko sa maraming tao ngayon because many people are becoming tired of spending time so much on social media because they see a lot they see a lot of opinions they see a lot of you know pictures videos that na, na feeling natin compel tayong mag-react you know meron mga posts na parang hindi naman siya para sa iyo pero ay affected ako dito then scroll ka ay affected din ako dito and then bumibigat nang bumibigat yung loob mo pwedeng sumusobra sa saya pwedeng nalulungkot ka pwedeng nagagalit ka So, parang napaglalaro yung emosyon ng social media because it's a news feed. It's a feed of everyone's emotions. So, parang ikaw na-invibe na, na, mo ng lahat. So, for me, kapag kunyari napapagod, especially mentally, you try to detox sa digital kasi, I mean, it's health. Nakakahinga yung isip mo. So, you only think kung anong kakainin mo. Kung anong, uh, kung paano ka matutulog. Diba? So, lesser, less na iniisip mo. Okay? Hindi ka nag-overthink with everything. So, yun. So, at the same time, and not just for journalists, so this is for everyone, actually. So, at the same time, so for the journalists, and, ano, well, uh, know that our job is important more than ever today or nowadays. Sobrang importante ng trabaho ng media ngayon. Kahit feeling natin minsan hindi tayo na-appreciate, kahit bumababa yung, um, yung tiwala sa atin ng publiko, we should always be rem- we should always remind ourselves that it's really the purpose of this that is really for the public because at the end of the day, you know, one day actually, they, these people would realize how much importance uh, uh, how important journalism is you know, in our lives. Like, kung paan, yung laki na naibibigay natin informasyon. Pwedeng nilalait nila tayo, pwedeng hindi tayo pinaniniwalaan, pero yung opinion naman nila, yung ginagawa nila, nanggagaling din yun sa atin, dahil din yun sa atin. 
So, minsan lang may mga tao lang na parang medyo hypocrite na feeling nila walang tulong sa kanila yung media. When in fact, they're consumed by the media. They react because of the report. Pwedeng negative yung, re- yung reaction mo, but, at the same, but still because of the news report. So, nakaka- marami, malaki pa rin yung effect ng media sa tao. Okay. So, really, you know, as much as possible, send, focus yourself on that purpose, siguro as a journalist. And then, uh, on the, uh, following that uh, mindset, you know, never get tired fact-checking people or calling out people. That's, our, that's part of the job. I mean, doon lang natin mariregain yung credibility natin as journalists. Eh. The moment we stop fighting for these people, to be the voice of these people, you know, the masses, That's the, that's the start na makokontrol sila ng mga tao, yung mga nasa power, okay? Na into something that they should not be. So, kaya tayo nandito just, you know, to keep this place democratic, di ba? Para lahat may say, lahat ng tao um, may participation sa nangyayari sa paligid nila. That's our job. So, it's very important siguro. Uh, you know, fight for yourself, for your job, and fight for the people, actually. So, because we, we all deserve the truth. Okay? So, yun. So, but at the same time, so balikan ko lang yung nakaraang question. So, kasi nagbigay ako ng advice sa mga younger, yung mga ad- aspiring journalists doon sa, tawag dito, um, kung paano nila mag, magpa-process yung maraming information. Pero siguro, as para in general na advice siguro una you know have a brave heart siguro be courageous sabi ko nga brave heart in, um, yung trabaho na trabaho sa media hindi siya para sa mahihilang loob okay so the role of journalists especially now is very tough definitely but we should you know rise from that challenge and you know by staying committed to our uh, to our service to the public The same time, you should also be, uh, you know, know your purpose. Bakit ka nagsusulat? And also, um, be prepared in awful days. Sabi ko nga, hindi laging masaya ang trabaho natin. Hindi ka laging, hindi laging positive news ang meron sa mundo. So, kailangan ready ka rin sa times na magkakamali ka, sa times na matututo ka, sa times na hindi maayos yung interview mo. You know, things like that. And never stop learning. Okay, this is for everyone. To everyone who listen, whatever path you want to take, never stop learning. It's really there. Aside from the determination that I shared earlier. You know, when you are very determined to something, you're willing to learn every day. Okay, so I guess that's it for uh, for me. So I hope you learned something, at least a thing or two from me. Marian, <laughs> actually, actually, sa podcast na ito, parang, yung public service. Parang mas na-emphasize ngayon na yung journalism, it's not just about writing or delivering news out there and yun na yun. It's actually a service. Like, hindi doon nagtatapos sa isang report, hindi doon nagtatapos yung buhay ng isang journalist. Like, marami pa siyang sasab- uh, marami pa siyang mare-report throughout, throughout his uh, his journey, uh, his, their journey as a journalist. So, parang, um, actually po, yung nang na-mention nyo po na parang it shapes nga din, ano, the opinion despite being uh, yung parang hindi naman siya wala namang opinion na linagay doon. It was, I mean, trinay na maging neutral somehow ng writer, ba diba? In writing the news. Pero like, uh, at the end of it all, nasa-shape pa rin yung uh, 
views ng uh, nagbabasa or yung nagki-criticize about it. And na napatrip down memory lane lang ako sa mga yung history books na ano yung yung panahon na media was censored. <laughs> Yan na naman tar- mababalik sa ABS na naman pero para ano po yung yung panahon ng people power kay ano Context. Okay, para ano? ng Marcos. For context lang po. Ano sa history book naman to? So, hindi ako maaano dito. Ayun po. Parang, uh, natandaan ko lang po na parang, at that time, nagkaroon ng glamour lalo yung people na, bakit, bakit mayroong censorship? Eh, mismong reports sa Manila, it wasn't, imagine it's not even alternative media na parang free, sobrang free nila to write, and parang makita lang nila ng news dyan, free to, sila to write about it. Uh, at the end of, di ba, corporate pa rin naman ang business owned pa rin ng ABS, pero bakit takot na takot yung government that time of of the of the journalists that were uh, reporting nga uh, doon? So, I parang, didn't until now. Oh, uh, <laughs> Actually po, oo. Oh, oh. Parang bakit? Yun yung question mark. Bakit? Parang if you do that, mas lalo lang magkakaroon ng ano sa public. Kasi that's where they get their news eh. Uh, that's where they get information. So parang ang dami ko lang po na-realize sa mga nasabi nyo po na parang uh, uh, yes, public service ang goal ng government officials. Yun yung, yun yung tinakbo nila. Pero ang journalist, they also offered, yun din yung pinasok nila. Hindi man sila tumakbo sa harap ng publiko na I'm running to be something. Uh, yun na yung, yun na yung naging vow nila to always uh, deliver news that are for the public. Like, laging for the public na. Even though, at the, like you said, at the beginning, it's just for the writing or like, nagbubusta mo lang talaga magsulat. Pero at the end of it, ma, opo, pagbata, mag-grow siya into Uh, yung passion na yon mag-grow siya into like sir- ma-realize mo na it's it's a service pala a bigger a bigger thing than what you can imagine so with that said it's a wrap Lasallians given that many of our listeners are not familiar with the experiences that our media practitioners encounter this discussion really helped us to know more about it actually nakita na namin connection din sa other form of art, sa mga mismong SC or organizations, na-realize din po namin yun, na ang dami niyang uh, connection din to other uh, other uh, other stuff. <laughs> so, before closing this episode, I would like to again thank our speaker for giving time and effort to make this discussion happen. So, let's give too. Mr. Carl Cedric Vasco a warm of applause. Sobrang thankful po kami sa'yo. No, thank you guys for inviting me. I mean, you can, you, you should have invited uh, more credible journalists, I guess, siguro to do this talk. Thank I you think, for trusting. I think this podcast is perfect as it is with you, po, sir. Yes, oh, thank you. Like, thank you. Ramdam namin yung pagka-podcast but still informative. Like oh, okay. I if I were to listen here, I think I would be like happy listening. <laughs> Sana. <laughs> Just skip the fact-checking game, guys, and then it's all good. Thank you po. All right. So Um, to our listeners, don't forget to keep posted on our social media page for more content and updates on Erudition Navigating the Limitless.